Good morning. Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick and welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, the podcast. I have uh, taken a few months off. As you'll notice, we usually uh, put out a podcast about once a month. And uh, for the summer months, we just took a break and we're getting back and getting ready for fall now. And I just wanted to share with you uh, one of my Sunday letters. And uh, really a lot, this podcast is about art and life and creativity. But really what it's about, I think, is asking the questions. It gives me an opportunity to talk to people who I probably would never, ever get to talk to. Um, and I can, I can call them and say, hey, I have a podcast. Are you interested in chatting with me? And um, I... I guess my life is a lot more about questions than answers. And I think even every time I start to hook a rug, it's really about the questions. Uh, You know, it's one question after another. Is this right for here? Is this the right color? Uh, Should I change the texture? Do I need a line here? I mean, that is sort of how I work. And um, I'm just going to read you this little Sunday letter. And if you're interested in my Sunday letters, you can subscribe at hookingrugs.com. Right on the page there at hookingrugs.com, you'll find um, a subscription link to my Sunday letter. So I hope you'll join me because every Sunday I send out a letter that sort of asks the questions about life uh, that come to me. So this piece is called Living the Questions. I've been interviewed four times lately. One was for the radio, two were for podcasts, and one for a television show. In each case, the host was interested in something different. And in each case, they asked good questions. And I was happy to talk to them. I like to talk. And I like to listen. I found their questions made me ponder. And if you've been reading my Sunday letters for a bit, then you know that pondering is one of my most favorite activities. Odd as it may be, it makes me happy. It may have started in grade 7 when our teacher, Sibby O'Reilly, brought his records for us to play in English class. Jerry White, my neighbor and best childhood friend, and I were in heaven. There we were listening to Neil Young in English class and hearing it like poetry. That night, Jerry and I laid on his mother's long brown couch, his head at one end and mine at the other, toes wiggling as we always did, and we talked about things. On that night, we talked about the words in the songs and what they meant. Sibby, like a good teacher, was getting us to wonder. Jerry was my friend growing up because he was never afraid to ask the questions. He was a smart little boy and he was always thinking about the way people were and why they were that way. He still is, really. Like me, he wants to know the backstory. No judgment there, just trying to understand. For the questions are not only asked so we can know, but so that we can feel the story. For we all got one. We all got a story. We all have layers of life inside of us, layers of stories. And we are all trees, I suppose, with rings and rings around our core, each ring holding something different. Years of stories. Every ring of a tree serves two purposes. One is to be the outside ring of a year. The other to be the inside ring of the next year. Each ring stretching out to be the base of another each ring supporting the other. We grow because we know. We grow because we have something to build on. Because what happens in a life is not a series of separate incidents. One day is built upon another. One year makes another year possible. As we recount our lives, we can see that we were able to become because we became. It is not any one thing that makes us 
It is cumulative. It is so many tiny things that brings us all together into one human being. It is a delicate balance of interconnected stories that we possibility in our lives. My conversations as a child with Jerry White, pondering the questions, were part of the foundation for whatever I may have learned since. It does not seem so important if you look back on it with simple fondness. But if you really look at it, you'll find more. Those early years laid down so much foundation for who we were to become. I like the questions then, and I like them now. Because for me, to love the questions is what life is about. In letters to a young poet, Rilke said, Be patient towards all that is unsolved in your heart, and try to love the questions themselves, like locked rooms and books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not seek the answers which cannot be given you, because you would not be able to live them. And the point is, to live everything, live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some day in the distant future into the answer. And that was by Raina Maria Rilke. I've never found the answers to so many questions and have come to believe that to live in so many ways is to remain a young poet. There is freedom in being able to carry the questions without demanding the answer a freedom that is thrust upon us if we are the ones who keep asking. So that gives you kind of an introduction into, I guess, this season's podcast. I can tell you what's a bit about what's happening in the studio. Uh, you probably have some questions about that. Right now, we are uh, promoting and working with the, the Beach Roses kit. Um, I've taken, I've, I've created a new way of making kits. What I do now, instead of sitting down and say, I'm going to come up with some great kit designs, I just sit down and hook. And then every once in a while, I look through those rugs and I say, I think the people who I work with would like to hook this. And I pull one from my rugs. For years, I would work, even in the very beginning, I would create a series of kits and uh, and we would, you know, agree, I would hook the rugs, but with kits in mind. And now I just have beauty in mind, really. And um, I just make the rugs. And then if the right one comes along, we make a kit of it. So Beach Roses is a kit. It's 29 by 7.5. And it is uh, reflective of what I see every day um, on the seashore here in Nova Scotia a lot of wild roses. So we're working on that. I have a couple courses that I'm getting ready for September, October. The inspiration sessions has been going along beautifully. We have a lot of members and uh, in that membership, uh, the inspiration membership, what happens is every month I send you a um, link to a one hour private video with me hooking in my studio. And also um, in that, I, we also have about 10, uh, about 10 Zooms a year, which are just Zooms hook-ins where we get together and hook. And you can meet with me directly in those hook-ins. And if you have questions, you can ask them. And we usually get everybody's questions answered, which is really great. And the inspiration sessions will open in September just for a few days if you want to join. So um, I am currently working on a big floral for the for uh, the inspiration sessions for this month, and I am working on. I have a favorite field that I walk by every day, and I'm also working on a rug of that favorite field right now. 
So um, I encourage you to keep listening to the podcast and know that we're going to be back again this year and that we'll probably uh, put out a podcast about every four weeks. That's our plan. And I think some of them will be just me and some of them will be interviews. And if you know someone that you want us to interview, just email me directly at info at hookingrugs.com. I read all the emails that come to that. And uh, let me know if there's somebody out there who you think would really make a good interview and if we can we'll ask them um and some people we can access and some people we can't of course so uh if there's somebody you're interested in last year we had so many good interviews with so many fabulous um people i i really i really i i think about uh, the in, the interview with Ruth Gendler, uh, who wrote the Book of Qualities, and I think a lot about uh, the conversation that I had with um, the conversation that I had with Freeman Patterson. Just a conversation about creativity and art. It was really a beautiful conversation. Um, of course, we have the series that I did with Jean Oliver about authenticity and seasons and about chasing beauty. Um, and um, I t- had a great conversation with my friend Lily about different kinds of friendship. Um, so there are some, we also had text, contemporary textile artist and rug hooker, Michelle Serraw Silver. So if you're just finding this podcast, be sure to uh, reach back in, and maybe you, you know, you'll want to hear me talk to Nina Bagley or Olga Houghton or Joe Packham, Natalie Duvall. We had some wonderful conversations with some um, interesting and beautiful people so um that's uh that's where we're going this year you're we're still going to keep the podcast going and remember every thursday we do a free live at 11 a.m you can find that on our website at under lives you can also find it on instagram facebook and youtube um, because we post them there as well and so we go live every Thursday. And usually I'm uh, doing a, a little hooking on there and we're showing you the new wools in the studio and uh, and uh, telling you, you know, what's going on in the studio. So um, I hope to do some more podcasts where it's just me talking to you and uh, reading you some of my Sunday letters. And um, so I'm going to wrap up with another uh, Sunday Ladder. Uh, we talked about uh, answering the questions and um, I'm going to read you one more Sunday Ladder and let's have, I'm just going to go in here and pick one. Uh, ah, let's keep on the same theme. It's called The Value of Knowing Yourself. I crave the quiet. Even in the midst of joy and fun, I still sometimes crave the quiet and it feels ungrateful or wrong, even though I know it's not. It's just that the introverted side, of, introverted side of me that loves to hear the rain fall on the roof or the sound of the poplars rustling in the wind is real. It is not that I do not love the voices chatting over each other. I love the people they belong to. It's just that after a few hours, I need to retreat. When I was younger, I did not understand that need. I would stay amongst the noise and I would often find myself irritated. Honestly, I thought there was something wrong with me. Big family gatherings would overwhelm me. Lots of noise and conversations with a bunch of friends would feel like a marathon. Somewhere in my 30s, I began to understand that I liked the noise and the joy of gathering, but just for a little while. And I would best serve myself and everyone else if I would just go and be quiet somewhere else. It was a difficult realization to come to. 
In a world full of extroverts, I've often felt like I was odd because it was all too much for me. I would get overstimulated and taking it all in would make me anxious and incredibly tired. When you take in too much, you overflow. And sometimes for me, it would overflow in tears or irritability. Once I saw it myself and could tell them that was what I needed, everything was easier. And when I say tell them, I mean the people I love. That is the value of learning about yourself. It's not just for you. It is for the people who have to put up with you. Once I could understand what was happening and express myself, it was no longer about them. It was just me. My good friends and, of course, my family have come to accept this about me. But I cannot say still that it is a quality that they love about me. Instead, they give me something even better. They respect it and they understand it. It was not that people got on my nerves so much as it was that any continued amount of excitement wore me down. What is chaos to me is just a good time to a lot of people. I love order and routine and quiet, and for about an hour, maybe two at a time, I can handle a lot of action. And then I love to retreat. And when I'm ready, I can return. Knowing ourselves is not just self-indulgent. It helps us become kinder and better. Our weaknesses exist, and we cannot always overcome them, but we can understand them. And in my case, try to make some workarounds for them. I don't want to change, really, because this weakness of mine makes me a rug hooker, an artist, and a writer. But I can temper it a bit, and I can stretch myself. The artist in me is often looking for solitude, time to take the noise and translate it and understand it. The artist in me is also looking for joy and beauty, and that is sometimes found in the noise. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for being a part of this studio. And if you would, you can just, if you have a few minutes, could you please give the podcast a review? Because a good one. If you don't like it, just don't bother. But if you like it, please give the podcast a review because that helps us find more listeners. It helps us find more rug hookers. And really, I truly believe that when we share creativity, when we share rug hooking with something, uh, rug hooking with someone, we share a lot more than just making a mat. We share beauty, we share community, we share kindness. And really, when you share rug hooking with someone, you just never know which of those things or what you are sharing. So thank you very much for listening. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick from hookingrugs.com. And I'm an artist, a writer, and a rug hooker in Amherst, Nova Scotia, where we have an open studio and we welcome you to come for a cup of tea and oat cake and just to visit and take in the beauty. So off I go. Create beauty every day. Hookingrugs.com.